Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023. Joe Biden's DOJ threatens Hunter Biden business partner Devin Archer with jail. will imprison him if he testifies against us. Too bad, ladies and gentlemen. Devin Archer just arrived at Congress. We'll bring you the breaking news of the bombshell testimony in moments. Joe finally acknowledges his seventh grandchild. What a great guy. What a dirty scumbag. Darren Beatty of Revolver News joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We're going to talk a lot about the Biden finances here, but most importantly, what about your finances? Ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you are buttoned up and buckled down for the financial hurricane that's about to hit. You should diversify your investments just a teeny bit. Consider precious metals and consider my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help protect your hard-earned savings account with actual feel, physical, real gold and silver. I have invested with Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold protects me, and I am very, very happy with the amount of physical, literal gold that I own. It is just a hedge, a diversification hedge, against these people who clearly don't know what the hell they're doing. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with qualifying purchase with protectwithbenny.com today. Protectwithbenny.com today. Ladies and gentlemen, Devin Archer has arrived. We have the footage. Devin Archer is here. In spite of what... The Biden regime attempted to do this weekend, which was to stop this man from testifying. Devin Archer has arrived. We have it here, ladies and gentlemen. We also have interesting footage. Ladies and gentlemen, Devin Archer is arrived in Congress. This is the uh, congressional building, the entrance down below. He's going into one of these skiff rooms and he is going to be testifying against his old boss. Why is this important, ladies and gentlemen? And also, hello. Hello to the Benny Brigade. Hello and God bless all of you. Why is this important? Look at this man smiling. Does this man look like he has a care in the world? Oh my. Oh my. Can we zoom in on him? He's the guy grinning ear to ear. This is the man who knows where all the bodies are buried inside of the Biden f crime family corruption. And this is a man who knows exactly how to end this regime. We're very excited about this because this man, Devin Archer, has been completely schlonged, in the words of Donald Trump, by the Bidens. He probably has an ax to grind and he has nothing left to lose. Here he is, smiling as he heads in to the testimony. He is grinning ear to ear. This has got to send a chill down the spine of the Bidens who have screwed this man over. I'm not saying this is a moral man. This is a man who was Hunter Biden's minder. If you're not familiar with the Biden crime family schemes, Hunter Biden was the known drug addict and the known pervert who Joe Biden used. I have come full circle on this. Joe Biden is truly an evil man. And Joe Biden was taking advantage of Hunter, not the other way around. As a father, I, you know, I don't have adolescent children. I don't have older children. In fact, we're expecting our third child in about a month here. I got to tell you, um, if I knew that one of my kids had a condition that they were prone to some type of horrible degenerative activity, would I put them in a never-ending pipeline of that activity, a flowing hose of unaccountable money from China and Ukraine and Russia? No, of course not. You'd be a real bastard to have to do a thing like that. In fact, the scriptures say, what, what parent among you would hand your kid a snake when they ask for bread? 
Hunter Biden clearly needed to go to rehab. He needed to have a strong fatherly force send him there. Maybe a guy who could force the Secret Service to put Hunter Biden in rehab. But instead, Joe Biden decided to use Hunter Biden as a cutout for himself to make enormous sums of money. And Hunter Biden's minder, the guy who's grinning in the hallways of Congress right here, this this is footage that is breaking literally as we started the show. You can see Devin Archer arriving in Congress, the man who's grinning ear to ear, walking in in order to schlong the Bidens. This man is ready to testify. This man's job was to keep account of Hunter Biden. That was Devin Archer's job. So just explaining to you, Devin, Ar Devin Archer is not a business genius. He's not a smart man. None of these people are smart individuals. His job was to keep track of Hunter and to sort of steer this man with this famous last name. Uh, through the drug-filled haze and through the hookers, prostitutes, and sex traffickers. His job was to steer Hunter Biden into these business dealings. This guy sat on the board of Burisma. This man was essentially the guy with the leash. And so we are very interested in what he has to say. He is going to prison for a scheme that Hunter Biden devised to defraud a Native American tribe. And Devin Archer will be facing major jail time. But the Biden regime said, why not now? Why not today? Today, Junior. Biden DOJ backs down as it said it did not call for Devin Archer to be jailed before testimony today, which could implicate his son in Hunter's criminal business dealings after odd letter sent on a Saturday, because this is totally what happened. Yeah, the DOJ totally fires off letters to judges demanding the jailing of people on a Saturday. Here's the original letter from Miranda Devine. Miranda Devine, friend of the show, kick-ass reporter over at the New York Post, saying effectively that the Department of Justice demanded that the judge lock up Devin Archer before he could testify against Joe Biden. This tweet went, utterly thermonuclear. The DOJ is trying to arrest Evan Archer ahead of the bombshell testimony on Joe Biden's involvement in his son's business dealings. U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, Damian Williams, issued a menacing letter telling the judge to order Archer to jail immediately. Oh, okay. Well, they got sniffed out, man, because Matt Gates rolled through. Our boy, our boy, Matt Gates rolled through and said, my God, I will fly back to D.C. right now. I will call in the Judicial Committee, we will all come back and we will all begin impeachment proceedings against Merrick Garland this second. This is what leverage is all about. This is what using leverage is about. When you have power, you must use it. Unrealized, unweaponized power, especially in the current era of American politics, means that somebody is going to devise how to take that power from you, how to humiliate you, and how to destroy you. Matt Gates is leveraging power correctly here. Matt Gates saying, if Devin Archer, this is Matt Gates saying, if Devin Archer isn't in the witness chair on Monday, we are going to haul every son of a bitch at the Department of Justice before Congress every day to make them pay for this. Let me know. I will come back to Washington tomorrow to do this. Archer is in the chair or Merrick Garland is. Yield me the time and I will ask the questions. I'll handle it from there. Hot damn. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what it looks like to wield power, okay? This is what it looks like to actually use power to terrify these individuals and to get the result. And the Biden DOJ ended up backing off. Oh, me so sorry. Oh, I sorry. I sorry. 
Oh, we made a mistake. The Biden DOJ blinks, files new letter allowing Devin Archer to testify tomorrow. They felt the pressure. This is the value of this audience. This is the value of this movement. This is the value of what we're building. We are here to apply the pressure that the simps inside of the corporate conservative movement can't apply. That's our job, to tell the story, to be more creative, to be more energetic. We have got no strings to hold us down. We don't care. We will tell the truth, and that is why this is our, what is it, Rolls-Royce, 497,000th show on Joe Biden's corruption? Because it's the most important story in political history of this country. And we will continue to report on it. And every conservative that you follow who isn't spending 100% of their energy and time on the Biden corruption narrative and story and facts is a liar. And you should unfollow them. I'm not going to name names, but you should unfollow the people who are not putting their shoulder to the wheel in investigating and in amplifying the Biden corruption because there is an entire trillion dollar corporate media industry that is trying to suppress this story. And we are fighting David and Goliath here, but God wins in the end. And that little rock, ladies and gentlemen, that little rock goes right through Goliath's skull. Too big, too dumb, too unpopular. And we got the stones, so let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a major breaking story out of the Daily Mail this morning. Explosive emails, photos, and documents lay bare Hunter Biden's shady overseas business dealings that compromise the president and come dangerously close to violating the Foreign Lobbying Act. The Daily Mail went through Hunter Biden's laptop and have released this, what I guess is a 10,000-word essay on every crime uh, openly available there inside of the laptop. And man, it is a doozy. We're going to touch on the documentation here because we love showing you the documents. We love having you be the most knowledgeable audience on the internet. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, remember Article 2, Section 4. 2 plus 2 is 4. Okay? Very simple. Article 2, Section 4. Bribery. That's all you need to remember because you're going to have a bunch of libs, a bunch of lobotomized libs being like, uh, uh, where, where's the crime? We don't have any crime. You don't have any crime for Joe Biden. You're going to have all these like lobotomized libs being like they're, you know, it's drooling and like, so, like they have their Ukraine flag shirt, right? And they have their I'm with her bumper sticker still on the car. And they're going to say, They've downloaded threads, right? And then they're going to say, where's Joe Biden's crimes? All you got to do is say Article 2, Section 4. That's the impeachment compact inside of the U.S. Constitution. And inside of that compact, inside of the impeachment clause, correction there, inside of the impeachment clause, bribery is listed as the number one way you impeach a president. We have a very helpful little graph here for your viewing pleasure before we get through this Daily Mail article. Just, we're just going to simplify it because we're going to go into the, the greater details. But if you just want your takeaway homework for the day, here it is. Article 2, Section 4 says the number one reason you can impeach a president is bribery. They say high crimes and misdemeanors later. Bribery is the number one fulcrum in order to impeach a president. And here, ladies and gentlemen, is your bribery. 
This is the FD1023 in visual form. We try as hard as we can to not drown you in acronyms, to not drown you in Ukrainian names. We're not he's here to try and prove how smart we are. We're here to try and express to you in layman's terms what's truly happening. So here's the graph that we have devised. This is a Ukrainian oligarch. Who cares what his name is? It's hard to pronounce, isn't it? This man is in charge of Burisma, period. Okay? Burisma CEO bribed Joe Biden with $10 million. This is according to the FBI. With your fourth? Well, the FBI actually bribed Joe Biden. Joe Biden withheld a billion dollars in U.S. aid. That put pressure to fire the prosecutor looking into Burisma's crimes. And then they paid Hunter Biden for that. That's the relationship. There's your bribery count. There's your impeachment. The end. Now, the Daily Mail jumps into even more shocking criminal allegations here. Let's begin. And we're going to fly through this thing because this is a massive article. The Daily Mail has uncovered evidence of Hunter Biden's business dealings that come dangerously close to violating the Anti-Foreign Lobbying Act, with some even involving his father, Joe Biden. This is the Daily Mail saying this is absolutely unequivocal at this point. Joe Biden was in business with his son, and he did violate the law. Here is the first image. This is Joe Biden being cut in to a deal with a Chinese energy company. 10% of that deal is going to be held for Joe Biden. Amid a shocking messages involving Biden, possibly the most important email in the 54,000 emails on 154,000 emails on Hunter Biden's laptop is the infamous big guy email suggesting that the president may be involved and set to profit from a Chinese influence operation, ladies and gentlemen. Online gambling in Latin America. Let's let's jump right in here. You knew 10% for the big guy, but let's get into the nitty gritty, as they say. Online gambling in Latin America. In an exclusive interview with the Daily Mail last November, a whistleblower claimed that on a 2012 phone call with then Pre Vice President Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, they could get it cut into a Latin American online gambling business. With the direct observations I had, it's obvious that Joe was participating in the business. The source said he wasn't passive. He was talking about it. I was describing it to him like he was a member of the board of directors. Oh, okay. Here's a photo of that online gambling business called Ocho Es Ore de Jaguar. I'm so good at Spanish. How was that Spanish, Rolls-Royce? How was it? Good? Okay. Rolls-Royce is, Rolls is Cuban. Why do you think he hates communism so much? Because he's Cuban! Here are the members of the uh, wonderful group of people that tried to get Joe Biden involved, essentially, in, in Mexican gambling. Got it. Mexican billionaires. Emails and photos from Hunter's abandoned laptop obtained by the Daily Mail reveal that Hunter arranged for his Mexican billionaire business partners to visit the White House multiple times. One in February 2016, Hunter spelled out a shocking apparent quid pro quo with an Interjet airline owner, Miguel Altman Magani, before flying to Mexico with his business partner, Cooper, and then VP on Air Force Two. Isn't that interesting how Hunter Biden got to zip in and out using Air Force Two? They're the business partners. There's Joe Biden. Hmm, very good. Joe Biden, thank God, is wearing a shirt this time. Joe Biden was not wearing a shirt this weekend, and we unfortunately uh, will have to show you those photos later on in the show. Emails and photos from Hunter's abandoned laptop obtained by DailyMail.com reveal that Hunter's arranged for his Mexican billionaire business partners 
Carlos Slim, who owns a huge portion of the New York Times. Actually, I never put that together. Carlos Slim is like the owner of the New York Times. You want to know why the New York Times sucks the toes of the Biden administration so hard? Because Carlos Slim's sitting here sucking Joe's toes in IRL in this office. Look at this poor man. Look at that face. Look at that poor. Look at that. Look, look at this man's. Ooh, man. Ooh. Ah, yikes. That's the face of a Joe toe in your mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, we would have to take the entire rest of the show to go through and read this line by line. We don't have that kind of time. And so I'll just give you the top line here. There's Hunter and there's all the Mexicans inside of Joe's office. Got it? There you go. Before Joe made it fashionable, these guys were jumping on a private jet, flying in and meeting with Joe at his private residence. This is inside of the Naval Observatory, which is what they call the vice president's residence. Look at them sitting there in Joe Biden's house. Of course, you know about Burisma. You can see here the Ukrainian gas firm that Joe Biden manipulated $10 million out of in order to hold up our American tax dollars. There's the human cue ball who ran Burisma. This man is the man who apparently had all of the tapes of Joe and Hunter Biden as they are attempting to negotiate this deal, according to FD1023. Many of them had Joe Biden physically on the tape. Ooh, that would be great to get that. The IRS whistleblowers have testified that they ran a five-year criminal probe into Hunter Biden's potential FARA violations, and Burisma is the real sticker here. This is going to be the painful one because they were literally acting as agents of Ukraine. Here is a photo of Joe Biden with the business partners talking about, there's Devin Archer there on the uh, far right-hand side, and here's one of the Burisma executives there with the tube socks on. Interesting. They're all golfing. Remember, Joe Biden never had any business with his son. The effing spy chief of China! The spy chief of China! In a conversation recorded in an audio file on his laptop, Hunter described CEFC, this is, a, this is again an acronym that just means China Oil, a China oil company. China has no natural oil, so they need to go buy it around the world. And the Bidens were perfectly happy to strip all the brass off the Titanic and sell China all of our oil. Screw America. What's your gas price right now? What's your gas price? It's, it's, it's careening towards about four bucks a gallon here in Tampa, Florida. The Bidens, remember this, as your gas is hitting sky high record numbers, uh, the Bidens were entirely invested in selling all of our oil to China. And Joe Biden, in his reduction of the strategic oil reserve, has paid out China an enormous amount. CEFC has bought millions of barrels of oil of our strategic reserve that Joe Biden has sold them. So this con is still ongoing. Hunter Biden described the effing spy chief of China betraying his knowledge of the company's close links with Beijing in the government. This is the man who was arrested by our own federal bureau of investigation. Ladies and gentlemen, why listen to me say it when you can listen to Hunter Biden say it? I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Ko, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, found it, it is now missing, and I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself, 
my best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal case, and my father without telling me. Sad trombone. Sorry, Joe. We got we got him on tape. You dumb bastard. We got him on tape. He's saying it. Devin Archer, the guy who's testifying, the guy who just arrived in Congress. Hunter Biden's on there saying it, rattling his drink cart. I don't know what's clanging around in the background. Maybe it's Hunter, maybe it's Joe's fake teeth. Who knows? What's clanging around in the background? <laughs> Calm down, Hunter, you dirty cokehead. I don't know why he's rattling his drink cart here, baby. We got the photos. Check them out. Here you go. There's Ye Ming, and there's Patrick Ho. That's the spy chief of China. Look at that guy. Must have been stung by a bee before that photo. Here's Hunter Biden's text messages. I'm sitting here with my father. <laughs> maybe that's where the clanging comes. Again, maybe that's where the clanging comes from. Joe's fake glass teeth clanging together. Joe Biden don't got he doesn't he doesn't got real teeth. What if you saw the real Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden bald as a bat. How does he suddenly have, how does how does Joe Biden have hair? He puts plastic, he shoves plastic into his head, and they call that fake hair. He has plastic teeth. What if you saw the real Joe Biden, right? What if you saw the real Joe Biden without all the injections, without all the pla without all the plastic teeth, like old rotted golem looking mouth, like bald as a bat? Dude, Joe Biden is a decrepit, decrepit. Yeah, probably does look a lot like Gollum, actually. If you were to just let him go naturally, you just see he'd look a lot like Gollum. Very much because Joe Biden has been obsessed. He's been obsessed with the gold, right? His entire career. My precious. My precious. This is exactly you can hear you can you can read it in Gollum voice and it actually makes a lot more sense, these text messages. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person that he knows in my arguability and all the grudge, you will be following my direction. Sorry, I had to do that. I don't I'm not really good at Gollum voice. But if you read it in like a particularly evil voice, you'll find out these are particularly evil people. Look at this guy. Look at Joe Biden. Look at that mop. Who that who's that dirty mop? Look at it. This is like from this is before I was born. Joe Biden, bald as a bat. Look at it. A black and white photo. Look at this guy. They're trying to tell you that he regrew all that hair. He's such a fraud. He's such a liar. He stole another man's wife. Jill is the nanny. He showered with his daughter. This guy's a creep. Dude, and I got photos of Joe Biden, like, essentially with his shirt off on the beach that I'm going to show you in a second. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. Here's Hunter Biden. Sorry, we're just having too much fun this morning. This is Monday. We're just going to go for it. Here's Hunter Biden essentially declaring that he's going to go to war with Beijing if they don't pay him money. Bunch of creeps. So the Romanian criminal case. Oh, interesting. Why is Andrew Tate locked up? Well, they have a connection to Romania, of course. Hunter and ex-FBI director Louis Free teamed up into <laughs> ex-FBI director. Wait, what? <laughs> So the FBI's in on the business too? FBI director Louis Free teamed up in 2016 to represent Gabriel Papavushu, a Romanian real estate tycoon later convicted of bribery. Oh, okay, so the hot, so the FBI. Why are the FBI covering up for the Biden's bribery scandals? Well, because the director of the FBI is in business with the Bidens. There it is, right there in black and white. Here are the photos. Here's the email. 
Oh my, this is from Louis Free, the former director of the FBI. Good evening. Happy Father's Day to you and the girls, except for the girl that you refuse to acknowledge is her existence that you are the father of. Thanks to you. <laughs> Didn't actually say that. That'd be super based. That'd be the text message I send to Hunter Biden. Thanks for your note and thinking of me. We'll work regularly, blah, 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 on this matter in Brazil. I'm happy to talk about it this weekend, whenever inconvenient. I'm going to be in D.C. on these dates. Help me out. I may visit Eastern Europe. Look at this FBI director. Look at this scumbag. Look at this scumbag schlopping around. Look at this guy schlopping around. Look at this sloppy, sloppy Louis Free. Louis Fry. Look at this sloppy guy. I'm going to be in... I'm going to be in uh, Brazil. I'm going to be in Eastern Europe. I'm going to be going around grabbing bags of cash. Baby, I got you. These people are such scum, such degenerate scum. Here they go. There's a photo of Louis Free. Look at this, look at this photo. Look at that weird mole on his chin. What's wrong with this guy? This, this, uh, this is sickening. Why do all these people have such a repulsive... Why do all these people have such a repulsive image... They are all so corrupt. They are they are they are dark and they are grotesque inside and they and out. Truly, truly repulsive. So here is uh here's further. This is this is the email back. Thanks, Hunter. You can see it there. So you can see the, the Hunter's email back talking about his Romanian business. So this guy was put into prison. The Romanian business agent they were they were helping for fraud. Got it. Great. How how is he not violating FARA? Don't know. Not sure. A fast car from Kazakhstan. Oh, this should be fun. Kazakhstani businessman Keynes Rashevev sent Hunter $142,000 to buy a sports car. The transaction has been reported and has been scrutinized. Interesting. $142,000? That's a lot for a sports car. This guy's worth $300 million. He wanted uh, Hunter Biden to help his firm bring these sports cars to America. Oh, and he was helped by John Kerry's daughter. Isn't that interesting? Alexandra Forbes Kerry. Hmm. Funny. It's almost like the entire business is out in the open now, and that's why they must crush this investigation. Here's a photo of Joe Biden and the Kazakhstanis. Great. Did you know that Joe Biden was featured in Borat? The Borat movie? Here it is. You'll never get this. You'll never get this. La, 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 la. Well, we got it, baby. There's the photo. There it is. Truly unbelievable. Along with the karate king next to Joe Biden. So, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden's been in Borat. We can see all the text messages here. Again, you can just see the open simping for foreign interests, for foreign money, inside of the Biden crime family from Russia with cash. Okay. All right. We're like, it's like, it's like hard. Again, I told you, this is like a 5,000 word post, but we're going to go through it. Here's the last one from Russia with cash. Elena Batarina, who that? That is not a ballerina. She's uh, the opposite of a ballerina. She looks a lot like, um, she looks a lot like the um, uh, uh, Shrek's wife and, and, and the guy looks like Shrek. And so these two Shreks decided to pay pay Donkey. Uh, and Donkey was Hunter. Hunter was the Donkey. And so these two Shreks decided to pay Hunter $3.5 million. Wow. 
That's a lot of money. That was payment to enter the American market. What does that mean? What does entering the American market mean? Well, that doesn't seem like it's on the up and up because anyone can enter the American market, right? You can buy stocks if you're doing something legal. You don't need to pay someone $3.5 million to enter the American market. Hunter's financial relationship with the Russian oligarch was highlighted in an alarming 2020 report about Hunter's foreign business dealings. Ooh, that's a good one. Put that one up. Yelena Bratrina is the widow of the corrupt Moscow mayor who is at one, one time the richest woman in Russia. There they are. This is a more recent photo of the two of them devising a plan to get donkey to ferry a little bit of uh, Russian rubles into, uh, into the uh, castle, as it were. And that castle is America. Who's that? Lord Farquaad, right? The Lord Farquaad, right? Same height as uh, Michael Bloomberg. Here it is in Russian. There's the Rosemont Realty Russian contract. Oh, my. Uh-oh. So who's in bed with the Russians now? Interesting. Is, is Biden a Russian puppet? Is he a Muppet of Moscow? Well, I got to tell you, I've never seen Donald Trump get $3.5 million from Russia. Never seen Donald Trump go live in the swamp with Shrek and woman Shrek. Never seen it. Never seen it. Also, why does um, woman Shrek also looks like every uh, every SJW activist? They all look like that. Why? Anyone who has pronouns in their bio looks exactly like that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I guess that's uh, our little read of... I guess that's our little read of uh, the Biden crime family report and the dossier. We encourage you to head on over to the Daily Mail. You won't, unfortunately, missing in this article are references to donkey. But nonetheless, you can see it with your own two eyes. So maybe that's a little bit about what they're going to hear from Devin Archer today. Thank God the obstruction didn't work. James Comer doing a victory lap on this one. Watch. Letter. Can you walk us through it? Uh, the government is uh, apprising the court of the status of Devin Archer's appeal of his judgment of conviction, and they request that the court set a surrender date for the defendant to report to a facility. Uh, please walk us through what this right. letter says. Yeah, the letter from the Department of Justice is uh, trying to nudge the judge to go ahead and uh, sentence Devin Archer. Uh, for uh, something unrelated to what we're going to be talking to him about tomorrow. Uh, it's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in to uh, have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth about what really went on with Burisma. So, you know, I don't know if this is a coincidence, Maria, or if this is another example of the weaponization of the Department of Justice, but I can tell you this, the lengths to which the Biden legal team has gone to try to intimidate our witnesses, to coordinate with the Department of Justice, and to certainly coordinate with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee to encourage people not to cooperate with our investigation, to encourage banks not to turn over bank records, to encourage Treasury not to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. It's very troubling, and I believe that uh, you know this is uh, another violation of the law. This is obstruction of justice. We're thankful for Jamie Comer. 
That dude has been doing a lot of work, okay? Dude's been doing a lot of work. What's he going to ask Devin Archer today? Again, again, we'll show you the breaking. We'll show you the breaking right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Devin Archer walking into Congress. We'll show you the clip. It's happening. It's happening. I had explained that meme to Rolls Royce the other day. It's happening, Ron Paul. This is really happening. Devin Archer is walking into Congress. What is James Comer going to ask this man who is going to prison, by the way, for some, for a deal that Hunter Biden set up? Hunter Biden got off clean and they pinned it all on Devin Archer. Hmm. Here's the questions. What are you expecting to get from Devin Archer tomorrow? Let's talk about that on the record testimony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't want to put words in Devin Archer's mouth, but I'll say this. He has an opportunity to come tomorrow to the House Oversight Committee and tell the truth. He has an opportunity to be a hero like the two whistleblowers were, like the judge in Delaware was who rejected the sweetheart plea deal from the Department of Justice to Hunter Biden. Devin Archer could be in that category of, of Americans that, that just come and tell the truth. That's all we want. We know that Devin Archer was on the board of Burisma. With Hunter Biden, we know that Devin Archer has met and communicated many, many times with Joe Biden about uh, Burisma and other things. So this is going to be an opportunity for, for Devin Archer just to, to tell the truth. We have other uh, bank statements that we've obtained that we have questions about pertaining to uh, countries that we believe Archer may have knowledge of. So, uh, you know, hat, my hat's off to Devin Archer if, when he shows up tomorrow. I know it's tough. I know he's been intimidated by the Biden legal team, but hopefully he saw what happened in that courtroom in Delaware last week. And there are are good people in the justice system. And we saw that judge stand up and reject the obvious sweetheart plea deal. So Jamie Comer is saying that they are going to be looking at the plea deal falling to pieces and saying, yo, Devin, you want any part of this? We got. Here's what we got. OK, here's what we got. Here's what we're bringing to the table. OK, now I'm, I'm going to play. I need like I need like a response Muppet. I need a response Muppet, okay? The lib, the NPC, we'll build one. We'll build one digitally. I want an NPC lobotomized lib that says, where's the evidence? Oh, where's the evidence? That's what I want, okay? Where's the evidence? Well, here's a bunch of IRS and FBI whistleblowers. Yeah, but where's the evidence? Well, here's Hunter Biden's laptop with all of the receipts. We just put them on screen. Yeah, but where's the evidence? Well, here's Hunter Biden's business partner. His name's Devin Archer. Yeah, but where's the evidence? Well, we have 170 suspicious activity reports into the Biden bank accounts. What's that? Oh, what's a SAR? Called a SAR, Suspicious Activity Report. You're never going to get one in your entire life because you're on the up and up. You put money in the plate at church every single weekend. You want to raise your kids. You live a moral life. But you see, when you are having a bank account that gets a massive $3.5 million deposit of rubles from Shrek and Queen Shrek over in the Moscow swamp, you're going to be like, wait a tick. This ain't right. Something ain't right. Hold up. Wait a minute, something ain't right. And as a bank, you have a fiduciary obligation to tell the Treasury Department, hey, this dude who doesn't even speak Russian, right, whose only, who's only connection with Russia is, I, I guess, like the, the Russian standard vodka that he's mainlining right now, this guy and the, the snow that he's blowing, if you know what I mean, this guy, this guy just got... 3.5 million bucks in his bank account. We have no idea what the hell this is about. That's called suspicious business. You have to then create a SAR, a suspicious 
activity report, and the Bidens have 170 of them. That, that ain't good. Jamie Comer's getting that evidence, and he's now going to present that evidence to Devin Archer and ask him, uh, excuse me, what's this all about? Watch. Yeah, well, I mean, there's 170 suspicious activity reports, but then there's uh, another uh, several dozen suspicious activity reports that were filed on other people, but Biden family members were the subject of those, meaning they were involved in some type of transaction, involved with a, a major wire that had been flagged by a bank. That's what happens when you are engaged in money laundering, Maria. So we're trying to have access to Treasury. We want to go back. We've learned new information since we went in there the first time. We requested a, a limited number of suspicious activity reports. Those were all involving the Biden family. Now we've learned of some other deals uh, and other transactions with other entities and other people that we believe the Bidens may be subject to those transact to those suspicious activity reports as well. So we're trying to get back in Treasury now as our investigation continues to grow. Uh, but I, I will tell you, it's unprecedented. As someone who has been involved in banking, there's never been an instance that I've ever heard of or in talking to bankers around America where a family has been involved in so many suspicious activity reports. Ladies and gentlemen, we have such a great team here at the Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, during that clip, we were able to come up with lobotomized lib NPC. <laughs> where's the evidence? Hey, hey, where's the This is the face. This is the face of libs. This is the face of like the, the pronouns in bio, Ukraine flag in bio lib. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence that Joe Biden made any mistake? He just loves his son. And the love of a father for his son. The story of Joe Biden. I'm riding with Biden. Yeah, lady, you don't need to be riding anything. Joe Biden was riding on some of these phone calls with his son. Joe Biden was riding on the phone calls with the corruption. And Devin Archer is going to answer questions about that. The great Miranda Devine has the insight. Well, there's enormous pressure on Devin Archer. He's had to go into hiding. Uh, he's had a lot of death threats and his family have. Um, and so uh, he, he's still intending to turn up and testify tomorrow, I'm told. And what he has to say is an absolute bombshell. Um, I'm sure that what, what will be uh, dug into by congressional questioners of him uh, is exactly what was said during those up to two dozen phone calls calls on the speakerphone that Hunter Biden uh, involved his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, in when he was talking to his overseas right. business partners, in particular uh, Burisma, the Ukrainians. What, what conversations did they have leading up to those phone calls and what was said during those phone calls? So Devin Archer was on those phone calls. We're going to find out today. I'm very much looking forward to what's going on today. If we find bombshell evidence or have some type of major breaking news report, we will go live again later today to tell you about it. We wait and see. We have a lot of friends on these committees and they tell us things. Ladies and gentlemen, something that Donald Trump told us this weekend when Donald Trump was giving a speech at a massive rally in Erie, Pennsylvania, was that the Bidens have been illegally paid off in order to fuel the Ukraine war. Er, what? Of course, this is all connected. Absolutely, this is all connected. Hunter Biden has these business relationships in Ukraine. Hunter Biden is on the term sheets of these bio laboratories. They're, they're, the 
they're in his emails. Okay, you can hear you can you can hear the pharmaceutical executives talking to Hunter Biden about this. What I'm saying is we need to investigate Donald Trump saying that this is a pay for play. The entire Ukrainian war is a fraud watch. But the weapons stockpiles to Ukraine until the FBI, DOJ and IRS hand over every scrap of evidence they have on the Biden crime family's corrupt business dealings. We have to know and the public deserves to know. In addition, Congress should immediately vote to block Joe Biden's recent call up of reserve forces. We're sending now troops over to Europe to fight. We're sending troops to fuel this escalating conflict. Not a single American life should be put at risk because crooked Joe Biden has been illegally paid off. He's been paid off. This is a corrupt president. And you know what? I would have never said that. I have too much respect for the office of the presidency. And I never said that. I can't say great things about him because he's been a horrible president. But I would never say. But you know what? Now we have to take the gloves off because they took the gloves off. So we take the gloves off. Hot damn. Donald Trump speaking to a crowd of, I don't know what the official number is there, tens of thousands. Let's see if we can pull the official number there from Erie, Pennsylvania. We were in Pennsylvania recently, and man, you can like drive down the road and see people with these massive Trump signs in their yards, barns painted with Donald Trump's logo on it in, uh, for 2020 and 2016. Uh, Pennsylvania is Trump country. Meanwhile, this is your alternative to Donald Trump in 2024. Here's Joe Biden on the beach with his weird, uh, flabby chest, his sunken belly button, his man boobs. Maybe Joe Biden is transitioning. Who knows? Maybe that's why he cares so much about this issue. Is Joe Biden transitioning? We're not sure what kind of hormones they're pumping him full of, but those are some very saggy, flabby. Look at the flab on that man. Look at that flab. Look at a flab laying over the top like a beef flap on a brisket. Yuck. Joe Biden skips leg day and arm day and chest day and back day. And Joe Biden skips Father's Day and Grandfather's Day and President's Day. But Joe Biden does, in fact, shower with his daughter. And he did, in fact, steal another man's wife, who was the babysitter. Her and her name is Jill. Here is uh, footage of Joe Biden on the beach. You can see here Joe just sitting there. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, there's uh, like something like 60% of Americans that have less than $1,000 in their bank account. Multiple banks in collapse. Uh, the economy in collapse, the world on the brink of nuclear war, and your president is sitting on a beach reading what could potentially be the Marco Polo report on his son's laptop. I don't know. Joe Biden's probably into that. Very creepy, awful, disgusting, despicable stuff there. Joe Biden looking like he's in a Corona commercial. Very embarrassing for our nation. Also, what president allows themselves to be to have like the photo of them taken with his shirt off. You got to put this one up. The last last one I'll put up. I, I promised you guys I wouldn't show too many Joe Biden with his shirt off photos. You got to put this one up because this one is just really as a man who wants to as a man who tries to like talk to young men about what they don't want. Young men, this is what you don't want your body to look like. OK, this is what you don't want. Noodle arms, beer belly gut, teeny little scrawny noodle arms. Uh, all the plastic money can buy shoved into your cheekbones, trying to pull your cheeks up out of your jowls. Hairy, disgusting back. Somehow Joe Biden has, Joe Biden had, this is the curse from God. Joe Biden has zero hair on his head and black, thick hair on his back. Yeesh. And then a gut, a gut that protrudes 
out of your pants. Look at the man. I mean, honestly, like the like the drawstrings on those beach shorts are tighter than the Federal Reserve's interest rates right now. Oh, boy, Joe Biden. What have we done, ladies and gentlemen? That is the image sent out to men around the world. Let me tell you, you do not want to be that man. That is why you hit the gym. That is why you don't skip leg day or Father's Day, for that matter, or Grandfather's Day. Joe Biden publicly admitted to that he has a granddaughter. Shouldn't we? Let's clap. We all clapped. We all clapped. Joe Biden admitted he has a, he has a, an actual biological granddaughter for the first time. She's been around for four years. Joe Biden's known about his biological granddaughter for four years. And Joe Biden, just this weekend, decided to finally accept the fact that she is alive. Joe Biden's hung the uh, stockings at the White House. He hangs a stocking for the dog every year, but not for a little Navy Joan Roberts Biden, who lives in Arkansas, who's the daughter of a woman who Hunter Biden slept with, impregnated, and then abandoned. Got it? Classy, classy family. Here's CNN reporting on this. You know, ultimately, the Bidens are a real family, just like everyone else. Sure. Uh, but Scott Jennings, the president has made being a family man yeah. a central part of his political identity. Uh, it's not Republicans, with all due respect, who made Hunter Biden into a complete scumbag on this and other issues. Right. The, the ignoring his own daughter the four years and the president of the United States hanging up a stocking for the dog, I mean, the dog and not for his seventh grandchild. Okay, look, we can, all, we can also have some, we can also have sympathy for people who are struggling with addiction. Let's right. keep this conversation right. respectful. I, 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 listen, I, I totally agree. And you know where I'm from? A lot of families deal with addiction. And you know who ends up picking up the pieces? The grandparents. And in this case, the grandparents would not acknowledge this little girl, it is offensive. But the bottom line is... But they have now. The poll... Oh, what a hero. The polling must have been yeah, brutal. Just the making polling sure must have been brutal. No one's ever questioned the heart and integrity of Joe Biden as a family man and as a human being and the pain and suffering and loss that that man has been through, including the struggles he deals with. 30. Oh, God. Oh, it's, hard. it's just so hard to watch. Oh, man. Oh, man. The simping. CNN should just go, like, do full programming, TikTok, like, for the Bidens. They should just do full pro simp programming. Mmm, Biden's so good. Mmm, mmm, gang gang. Like, they should just do full-on, like, simp fest for the Bidens. They just put the DNC donations through. And the, the, you, could see, you could hear, like, the prickliness. This guy, Scott Jennings on CNN, he's like a Republican, former Bush guy. He's like, Joe Biden's a scumbag. Come at me. This is the new talking point. The new talking point is a, a love. A, Joe Biden loves his family too hard. Except for Ashley Biden in the shower. Who knows? Who knows what happens there? But he loves his family too much. That's the talking point. Watch this. What, what accusations and arguments do you think they're going to make, given this didn't go exactly as planned today? Well, they're going to keep doing what they've been doing. Um, they are going to try to indict a father for loving his son who has been addicted to drugs and or alcohol and without evidence of the father doing anything other than loving that son. <laughs> you have been found guilty for loving your son too much. Got it? straight to jail 
What is this Barbie land? Like, what kind of a court is this? What are these people? There, there, is there any basement? Is there any floor for which they will not truly, like, denigrate themselves and humiliate themselves? You know, your grandkids, Claire McCaskill, you old bag of bones, your grandkids will be able to pull that clip up and dust it off and be like, what a what an embarrassment. What an embarrassment my grandmother was. Do you have no dignity left? There's people that have no dignity. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, get get ready. This is why we say, this is why we say, remember, Article 2, Section 4, the impeachment clause says bribery up front. Whenever they try and pull those kind of arguments with you, just straight, whenever the NPC, do we have NPC again? Whenever the NPC goes, they're just trying to impeach Joe Biden because they love his son. Now remember, chuck it back in their face, rub their noses in it. Throw it back in their face and stay connected with our show, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, stay connected with our show. Use dependable cell phone coverage. My friends at Patriot Mobile can take care of you. They have the best cell phone coverage available. My friends at Patriot Mobile are the only Christian conservative wireless provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. You get the same coverage you've always gotten, but not with the propaganda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a clear message that you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veterans and first responder heroes. Our Patriot Mobile works awesome. We go all over the country with it. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service makes switching easy. PatriotMobile.com today slash Benny. PatriotMobile.com today. Get free activation with your offer code Benny. Somebody who is very connected and always, always tied in bloop, is our dear friend Darren Beatty of Revolver News, and he joins the program now. Darren, I got to say, we've just been having a riot this morning. Um, I apologize for being a little bit late, uh, but I just decided to I decided that we needed to start like by opening up this sort of can and saying uh, they're not going to have a defense for Joe Biden and his criminal. Like the defense is gone. If you if you refuse, if you decide to live inside a bizarre world and you just refuse to accept facts, then then fine. Okay, then fine. But dude, you, you—they're out of—they're out of options here. They're going for like the Joe Biden loves his family too hard defense, which I can't—I don't know. Maybe you have a thought on it. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any kind of legitimate defense. It's been clear there's been what should meet the legal threshold of corruption, bribery for a long time now, and I think we're going to start to hear some of the details, assuming that the DOJ and other sort of auxiliaries of uh, of the Biden regime don't uh, effectively intimidate Archer, which I think is probably the most reasonable interpretation of the recent business of Archer being reminded, hey, you're going to go to prison at any time. So just keep that in mind before you go and testify regarding you know, your involvement with the Hunter and Joe Biden uh, corruption brigade. So I do think we're going to get a lot more of this corruption brought to light. And the context is, as I've always described, which is that this is all coming out and this is sort of the uh, the hook that they're going to use to take Biden off the stage hmm. and replace him with Newsom. That's what this is all about. 
So you've you've posited that multiple times on the show, and you it seems to be that you are becoming more right as ever. By the way, if you read Revolver News, you'll realize that Darren Beatty is the most right man in media, is a prophet in our time. Do you believe you so you are still tripling and doubling down and you see this pointing to a deep state revenge arc on Joe Biden? Well, I don't know if it's an issue of revenge. I think it just creates a kind of narrative. It creates leverage on the standpoint of the regime to say, look, if we need to get rid of Biden, which looks like they do, they have this as a pretext. And it has the additional advantage of giving the American masses the illusion of some degree of accountability Mm. because they look at it and say, hey, well, you know, maybe Biden was corrupt, but the system worked the way it should. And, you know, it's not like you know, Joe's not going to go to jail. And I would frankly be surprised if Hunter went to jail. But given how little accountability there actually is in our system for Joe Biden to be taken off the presidential stage effectively on account of these bribery claims is more accountability than we're accustomed to expect in, Mm. in the United States right now. So people look at that and say, yeah, there was some degree of accountability. Yeah. The, you know, Department of Justice, every, what is, what's the deal with the conservatives whining about the Department of Justice? They did their job. They were talking about the corruption. Maybe there's talk about some kind of phony indictment and then they leave presidential politics, or maybe it's just a tool, a leverage tool to threaten Joe and say, Hey, look, you need to pick Newsom as your VP. And we're reminding you that if you don't do what we want, we have a lot of tools to harm you and your family that, as you point out, he just loves so much. <laughs> and so, um, so I think that is really what's going on from a kind of broader strategic conceptual level, contextual level. It's all about sort of setting up the um, setting up the predicate to remove Joe Biden, who clearly is not a real viable candidate for 2024 and setting him up to be replaced by, I think, the only substitute with any degree of viability, which is Gavin Newsom. I begged ALX to book the Darren Beatty when I saw Donald Trump posit that the Ukraine war was a cover-up to erase Hunter Biden's crimes this weekend. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I mean, there's definitely a connection. I don't know if I would, I mean, the establishment, sort of neoconservative, really better put the Atlanticist faction of our national security community has been so intertangled in Ukraine. I would hesitate. I mean, I'm not on a rally, so this is just, you know, political talk. I don't think Trump really thinks that, but it it goes way deeper than just the Bidens. As I pointed out again, it's like the Bidens are not super entrenched the bidens are kind of a low-level corruption family think of a low-level sort of whitey bulger type scenario they're not entrenched in the way that say the clinton family uh was or the bush family was they're sort of on the top and they take what they can get through various unsophisticated bribery schemes the regime's entrenchment in ukraine is very deep and it goes pretty much everywhere. So just to give you an example of this, Burisma, which comes up in the context of Devin Archer's uh, corruption, Burisma, uh, on the board of Burisma, were two of the main oligarchs in the Ukraine 
responsible for basically the, you know, the warlords for a lot of the conflict. One is called Viktor Pinchuk. The other is called Kolomoisky. These are notorious oligarchs in Russia. And a lot of Clinton-associated figures have actually had lobbying contracts directly with these people, which is very interesting. These are the oligarchs who are showering money in Washington and various other NGOs. And in fact, um, Pinchuk, I believe, has a very close relationship with an organization called the Atlantic Council, which is basically the think tank arm of this faction that I've been talking about of the national security state. And incidentally, the Atlantic Council, through its subsidiary called the Digital Forensics Lab, has been a major player in the censorship story of the past several years. They are one of the key players in terms of manufacturing and promoting so-called disinformation as a censorship predicate. So it's very fascinating how, how all of this stuff is connected. Burisma is absolutely part of the American deep state story. It is mm. part of the censorship story. And as I've mentioned, the regime itself is so deeply entrenched and entangled in Ukraine because it is sort of a corruption playground for our deep state and many elements, uh, corrupt elements of our government. And so in the case of the Bidens, you know, they're part of that game. They're part of that dirty game. But um, to say that, you know, the war was just a cover up for the Bidens, I think is to exaggerate the significance of the Bidens in this scheme. They're always sort of not exactly pawns, but they're not calling the shots from the very bottom either. They're sort of there to do a job. They're instruments. That's, you know, Biden was an instrument for Barack Obama because he was a loyal guy there, loyal part of the Democrat machine and say, oh, we need kind of an older white guy who can appeal to, you know, basically the dispossessed demographic that might feel threatened by, you know, Obama presidency. So that's his role as a vice president. His role here is just put on, you know, similar, but, you know, he's a lot older and it's harder to pull off. But he's always been a go along guy. He's always went along. He's always gone along with, you know, wherever the machine wants him to go, which is why I'm surprised in it's to some degree that they would need this threat of, uh, you know, the hunter stuff and the corruption stuff to get rid of him. Um, so maybe it's just a reminder of who actually has the leverage. Maybe he's thinking, oh, I'm actually president now. Well, you're not really president. Maybe that's a funny thing. Maybe he's actually in such a state of delusion and dementia that he actually believes he's president. <laughs> and that's why they have to remind him. <laughs> Darren, I call you the right, the, the most right man in media, just not today, just in the future, right? Like in the in the future, Darren is always proven to be the most right man that you can read and no more than on this topic, which you have a strong and shocking ally with that dropped this weekend. Joe Rogan is on your side. Joe, Mo Joe Rogan reads Revolver News. It's obvious now. Joe Rogan educated uh, dopey, unfunny Jim Gaffigan about federal involvement in January 6th and deep state involvement with agent provocateurs in not only right wing rallies, but in left wing rallies and saying that it's plainly obvious that there were federal agents on January 6th. And of course, like the TDS deranged lunatic across from him was like gasping the whole time, wanting to talk about Giuliani. But I'm like, 
Yo, Joe Rogan reads Darren Beatty. He reads Revolver News. This is incredible. What a victory lap for you. Uh, did you see this clip? And then where are we at with this in uh, with the January 6th investigation? There seems to be some breaking news uh, about what happened on January 6th um, in new tapes. Yes, I have seen this clip, and I do know for a fact he reads Revolver because there's another clip from several months ago in which he actually pulls up the Revolver Epps article on – he gets Jamie to pull it up. He says, Jamie, pull up the article, and he reads it. He says it's Revolver, so it's very well documented, and you know he's, he's friends with Alex Jones and everything. He's, he, he has he – has, there, there are ways that he would uh, – this would be on his radar – on top of it just being inherently compelling. Unfortunately, I think he's too much of a good boy to have me on and give the full account of the story. He won't even have Trump on, which is yeah. kind of amazing. Um, so he has handlers. I just joke. I, it's not a malicious thing, but I just joke and I say, boy, you know, if, if only Lex Fridman would give him permission to have Trump on the show, you know, um, on his show. But um, it's... It's really amazing. And there have been interesting developments here. Semi-recent development is that, as people have heard, Epps is going on this lawsuit tour. And I think I've mentioned who his lawyer is, is the, uh, an employee of the notorious Democrat hatchet man, David Brock. Um, we, we actually issued a uh, kind of a legal analysis of this. And there's a really interesting precedent that basically is one of many w reasons that this lawsuit can and shouldn't go anywhere, although Fox will probably settle. I wouldn't be surprised if Fox settles, not only because they're weak and they settled in Dominion, but also by settling this case, which prominently features not only myself, but Tucker Carlson, Fox could be in a position to say, see, we told you Tucker was such a liability. We just had to settle on this case. And so it, they could settle as a means of reinforcing their public narrative that Tucker Carlson was a liability. So there's a lot of reasons they might settle, but there's no sort of legal grounds to settle. And it's a very weak case. And actually, you know, if you really think about it, defamation is supposed to have to do with putting, you know, uh, putting somebody's reputation in bad light, harming someone's reputation. And when you really think about it, they're, what they're saying is to accuse somebody of working for the government rather than organically participating in what looks to be criminal activity. How are you making someone's reputation worse by saying, no, they weren't actually organically participating in incitement. They were working as part of a federal government operation. And actually, there's an interesting precedent here in the case history of uh, Tupac, the kind of legendary rapper. He had a song called Against All Odds, in which he accused a Haitian individual of being a snitch. And after Tupac died, this Haitian guy sued the estate for defamation, saying, hey, you called me a snitch and federal informant. This is... Uh, this is damaging to my reputation. And the judge ruled, he said, maybe in your world, this is damaging to reputation. But from the standpoint of the law, it's actually a good thing to work for the federal government. And therefore, it can't be a form of defamation. So that, I think, would apply and control in the Epps case. But in addition, we have to look at the fact that Epps is the only January 6th participant about whom all of these mainstream outlets will write puff pieces. 
they're not writing puff pieces about him because he was there in camo in a Trump hat urging people to go into the Capitol. They're not writing puff pieces about him because he was a former head of the Arizona chapter of the Oath Keepers, the most demonized and heavily prosecuted militia group associated with January 6th. They're not writing puff pieces about him because he was pre-positioned there right at the breach site, whispering in someone's ear, and then two seconds later, they bust down the barricades. No. Any reasonable person knows they're pulling out all the stops to defend him precisely because of the conversation about him possibly being involved with the federal government. And so therefore, in a weird way, but a real way, the conversation about his possible federal involvement has actually been a tremendous boon to his reputation. Because otherwise, he would be in a position like all of these other January 6 people who are demonized, who are destroyed in the media, who can't find jobs, who aren't protected by the DOJ and certainly aren't protected by Adam Kinzinger. The only reason all of these regime elements that in any other context would do everything they could to destroy someone like Ray Epps, who's who looks like him on paper, who has the you know behavior of Ray Epps, the only reason they're pulling out all the stops is the conversation about him potentially being a Fed. And therefore, in a strange way, this is actually really buttressed his reputation, because otherwise he wouldn't have the defense of all of these mainstream outlets. So that's kind of an interesting tour through the defamation side of it. Obviously, from our perspective, the political side is the more interesting one. And I think that speaks for itself. You know, we've gone through it ad infinitum. Um, the only other issue is may be relevant to current developments uh, from the legal complaint from uh, EPS's people. They mentioned that the DOJ telegraphed to EPS in May that they would indict EPS. Of course, that hasn't happened. Now we're just about in July. Assuming that was even accurate, assuming they weren't just making that up, it, it hasn't happened. But if it does happen, which I have my doubts for, but I, I wouldn't be surprised either way, if they end up indicting him as a last resort because of all the conversation, all the pressure, the reason is they think from a PR standpoint that Epps has to be indicted if they want to go after Trump for January 6th, because even they would understand how ridiculous it would look to, to, to undergo the level of contortion and Olympic level gymnastics, legal gymnastics you have to do to fit an indictment in for Trump on January 6th and leave this case, which is classic trespassing, conspiracy, all kinds of other charges that could be available to them, and just leave that alone in a case as conspicuous and egregious as the case of Ray Epps. Fascinating. Have you written that yet? That the Trump connection is yes, potentially forcing this part, part of a piece we did, but maybe we should treat it separately, especially, you know, given the anticipated events of this week. So that's right. It's a developing issue. But that's that's part of the subtext here. It's always been about Trump and his supporters. So they're keeping an eye on that as to say, well, we can't really leave the Epps issue open if we want to go after if we want to go after Trump. And I think that's probably what it's about. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Darren Beatty is a fighter. 220,000 people can't be wrong. Follow him on Twitter or x.com. Also, Revolver News, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, read it. You will feel very smart in the future because they're always right. Ladies and gentlemen, Darren Beatty, Godspeed. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, what a fun show. Darren Beatty, such a killer. The election update is going to sh shock you today. Get ready. All right, so let's begin with the salty, salty, salty tears that are flowing at CNN.com. I hope you have your salt shakers ready because the salt is actually clogging up the keyboards of CNN. They could barely write this article because the salt had crystallized across the keyboard. Give me those salt shakers. I want to taste that salt. They are sobbing at CNN. Listen to this article. The chance of Trump winning another term is very, very real. Hot. Dig it damn! Donald Trump is facing two indictments. The potential for more political wisdom uh, would have suggested that the former president's bid for a second White House term would be nothing but a pipe dream. But most of us know better by now. Trump is not only the historical strong position uh, for a in a historically strong position for a non-incumbent to win the Republican nomination, but he's in a better position to win the general election than at any point in the 2020 cycle or the 2016 cycle. Record scratch, back that thing up. What did CNN just say? Donald Trump is in a better position now than he ever was in the 2020 or 2016 cycle, which he won. Whoa, CNN is sobbing writing this article, seething writing this article. No one in Trump's current polling position in the modern era has lost an open presidential primary that didn't feature an incumbent. He's pulling in more than 50% support in the national primaries polls, more than his competitors combined, and he's more popular than Joe Biden. Oh, boy. How is that popularity looking? Let's head on over to the New York Times, shall we? The New York Times says that Trump is crushing DeSantis and GOP rivals. Times Seneca poll finds. Ladies and gentlemen, you might you know my thoughts on this. Let the men fight. I've been saying it forever. Let them fight. Let the kaiju come at them. The fight makes Trump sharper. The, tr the fight makes our party sharper. I'm okay. I'm down with the fight. And this is how it's going, ladies and gentlemen. Trump crushes DeSantis. This from the New York Times. 54 to 17. And then nobody else is above 3%. No one else is above 3%. Although there are some outstanding polls that show Ron Swamy, Vivek, uh, hopping up above DeSantis in some state polls. A good example of this is Ohio, where Vivek is from. Uh, Vivek lives outside of Columbus, Ohio. And in Ohio, Vivek has now jumped DeSantis in uh, polling there from Southern Ohio University. Let's just read the top line here. Former President Donald Trump is dominating his rivals in Republican presidential nomination, leading his nearest challenger, DeSantis, by 37 percentage points among likely Republican electorate, according to the first New York Times Seneca College polls. Seneca College poll. Cor correction, I'm saying that wrong. 
Uh, Mr. Trump held decisive advantages across the country in every demographic group and region. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. Just open your ears and listen to this. Mr. Trump, why do they need to put this guy in prison? Mr. Trump held decisive advantages in every demographic group and region in every ideological wing of the party, the survey found. As Republican voters waved away concerns about legal jeopardy, he held wide margins among men and women and younger voters and older voters and moderates and conservatives and those who went to college and those who didn't go to college and in cities and in suburbs and in rural areas. Straight from the New York Times. Straight from the New York Times. Hot damn. That is fire. Burning up my keyboard as I read it. Hot. Whew, hot. Baby. Let's go. That's it, baby. Let's go. People are sick. People are sick of the woke trash. People are sick of this woke garbage. And there is, did you go see Oppenheimer? Have you learned about thermodynamics? You learned about it? What are our laws of thermodynamics? What are our second laws of thermodynamics? Equal and opposite reactions. To every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. If they're going to bend the pendulum, so far this way, I guess that's not the right way of a fulcrum for an arm to spin. They're going to bend the pendulum so far this way that it nearly breaks, right? It nearly breaks. People exposing themselves at the White House. Bags of crack at the White House. Going after your kids. Bud Light. Target. They're going to bend it so hard that the pendulum is going to snap back. It's going to snap back. I'll, 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 I'll tell you this, man. Uh, that snapback is going to be glorious. And you don't have the simps running the show anymore. No ball gags around here. All these Republicans, all these McConnell-style Republicans, they're all staring into space having seizures. We are running the show these days. We are the energy. The Benny Brigade is the energy. And if you want to sign up for the Benny Brigade and be part of our exclusive members-only crew, then please head on over to BennyJohnson.com backslash brigade. Ladies and gentlemen, there you're going to be able to find some brand new features starting this week, the ability to ask our guests questions, the ability to be part of the conversation on this show. It's going to be extremely awesome. Meetups, the Benny, exclusive Benny Brigade swag that we will send to you free of charge and supporting of this show, the fastest growing independent show streaming on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, we are very, very proud of what we're building here, and we're just getting started. So get ready. Buckle up for 2024. It's going to be awesome. Elon Musk has installed a massive X atop his building in San Francisco, and they are now screaming that they need a permit in in, in San Francisco. Put this up. So you can see the X blinking in the uh, skylight. Elon Musk is a genius marketer. He's so smart, man. And this is the X uh, atop his building. It's beautiful, like a bat signal there in San Francisco. Uh, not featured here is the amount of fecal matter on the sidewalk, the amount of heroin needles that are littered out front of the building, the amount of degenerates that are laying on uh, the uh, street there. San Francisco has absolutely no problem with that because controlled decline is the feature, not the bug for their policies. And that's why people are sick of it. Snap back. We're going to snap it back, baby. We're going to do this, the old snap back. The way we do that, we're going to stay focused. We're going to stay calm. We're going to stay courageous. We're going to be stay alpha. We're going to keep our eye on the prize. And part of that is being centered spiritually, and that is why we will never leave you without giving you a verse of the day from Proverbs 2, 6. For the Lord gives wisdom. 
From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. We try our very best to give you a verse of the day so that you can have just a little something to take with you, something that centers you on God, family, country. Stay centered. Stay focused. Other people have gone through far worse times than we're going through now. Consider yourself lucky that you're fighting here. God put you here in this place and time in this moment. This wasn't an accident that you were born. It wasn't an accident that you were living right now watching this show. God put you here for a reason. You are privileged to fight every single day along with us. And it is our privilege to fight with you. Remember this. I don't have to fight. I get to fight. Change your mindset. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to watch this show. You get to watch this show. We get to do this show. We get this moment in time. So let's go out and seize the day, ladies and gentlemen. You can seize it with us. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.